It's time to arise. It's time to be seen. It's time to be heard. It's time to be you. Welcome to Arise the Podcast, the go to motivational podcast for female business owners who know that they are made for more. Every single week, you will get actionable steps and inspirational speeches that help you step into the best version of yourself. It's time to learn to stand up, learn to break through, learn to show up, and most importantly, learn how to step into your higher self every single day. And your host, Beck, I'm with you every step of the way. The world is waiting for you. It's time to arise. Hello, gorgeous podcast listeners. How the devil are you today? Um, I am really excited for today's episode, actually, because we're talking about your own story. And this really matters to me on quite a few levels. One, because sharing our story really helps us and allows us to bring in clients that get to know us, clients that get to trust us, and clients that get to like us. And actually by doing this, we really start to step into that power of, yes, letting people into our life, but also being able to be you online. And that's really what part of my mission is about. You know, I love seeing people showing up as them online, And the more we can do that, the more you feel aligned with what you're doing, the more your audience feels aligned with what you're doing, and the more that you get to stand in that complete superpower knowing that you are being you and not trying to be anyone else. Now, I have spoke about this a lot over on social media, but I don't actually think I've done a podcast about it, which is why I was kind of called to do that today. And I really wanted to tap into this because there's been so many times that I've shared my own story and whether that be moving to Australia or whether that be my performing arts career or something that I've been through where I have shared the story and then had so many messages and comments back saying, oh my God, I relate to this or this resonates with me or oh my God, I went through this as well or this sounds familiar. And actually in a lot of these a lot of these stories, people start to see themselves in them as well. And I think that's what the beauty is about sharing your own story. So first of all, I want to know, you know, are you sharing your story? Are you sharing your, doesn't have to be the ins and outs (laughs) your whole life. Um, But are you sharing it? Are you sharing what you've been through, the ups, the downs, the goods, the bads? Because actually that's what's really going to start relating people to you. And I always used to get really scared about this, you know, scared about letting people into what I've been through and what I've gone through and what has what has stopped me from doing things, what has let me do let me do things. And I think when you start tapping into your story and you start showing your story, you really start to bring people with you. So that's what I really want to talk about today. Now, one of the biggest stories that I tell online is me moving to Australia and 
If you are new to the podcast, yes, I am not in England. I am sitting in Australia right now recording this podcast and that's really where I started my business. And my business came, a little bit of my story actually, um, my business kind of blossomed from me actually starting a blog. So it was just before, it was probably November of 2018 and I had all these ideas in my head and I've been, I've always been very creative and always wanted to, um, you know, create and I used to make magazines as I was a child and, you know, I was always that sort of person and I actually wanted to start giving back and this is how I felt I could do it through the blog. Now, throughout my performing arts industry, I, um, before, through my performance performing arts industry no but through my performing arts career I went through I would say hell (laughs) I don't think there's another word to explain it um and I'm sure I'll do another podcast on that another day but it was really 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 tough every day was so tough and actually a lot of memories come back up on my Facebook and I'm like Jesus was I ever (laughs) happy in this career was I ever happy and the funny thing was is that you know that's what I wanted to do all my goddamn life that's the only thing I wanted to do and I got there to doing it and I think this is what happens with you know people is that you have this dream this goal and you're like yeah we're doing it and I got there and you know actually it was the most miserable couple of years of my life and I Well, I performed, I started dancing when I was three. It was the only thing I ever wanted to do. I did it as a, uh, I did it as GCSEs. I did it as a BTEC. I went on to do a degree at a stage school in London. Um, So I was very, very involved. You know, God knows how much money my mom and dad spent on me going through that. But it was something that I was so involved in, but it was something that was making me so, so, so unhappy. And actually, probably back in, um, it would have been 2012. Wow, that seems a long time ago now. I'm getting old. Um, Back in 2012, I remember going to a lot of coaches and and I obviously didn't know that they were kind of mindset coaches or they were using NLP or, you know, I was doing hypnosis. I didn't know that back then because it wasn't part of my life, but I started to kind of look into things that would help me feel better. And the first thing that we, as performers, you all started reading, I think it was like this common thing that went around every stage school going at the time was The Secret. And I know a lot of people read The Secret as well outside of stage school, but you know, that that did help and it did start to open my eyes a little bit and I did have a vision board and you know the West End was on my vision board and Les Mis and you know there was a lot of things that I wanted to achieve was on there and I started to really look into this and there was a couple of things that that I really started to do that that did actually make me feel better and one of the things um, that I did right at the beginning and I this was one of my first blogs was um, an exercise that this woman did with me, which was, I still remember the room, it was, it was really profound actually. And she made me pick a color and that color ended up being yellow and that's why you see me yellow everywhere, you know, it's part of my brand colors. Um, 
and everyone says oh you're like sunshine yellow and you know that because that yellow was a big part of me being able to be okay at that point and yellow whether I saw it on a street sign or whether I saw someone with a book that was yellow or whether I had a phone case that was yellow whatever it was every time I saw the color yellow, we almost anchored a feeling onto that color. And I do that now with my clients pretty often. But back then I hadn't really got a clue. And throughout that time, um, I was on depression tablets for a while. I went through some really, really bad relationships because I was kind of allowing them to happen and literally do not blame anyone or anything for me feeling that way apart from I don't blame myself, but you know, it was all stemmed from me and how I felt and how I showed up. And actually looking back with the, probably the knowledge and the tools and techniques that I have right now, like no wonder I didn't make it in the performing arts industry because every time I went into audition, I was like, well, I haven't got the job. You know, this is over. This isn't gonna work. I'm never gonna get this. I can't sing. I'm the fattest one here. Like these were the thoughts that I was having day in, day out. And it really, really consumed me. And it consumed me so much to the fact that after the last job that I had, where I worked away in Turkey for a little bit on an install of a show, I actually came back and and moved back home. And I was like, enough's enough. And that was a really that was really, really big for me. And I kept my agent for a while and I would travel from home to London to auditions and then the auditions started to be a bit weird. And then my agent actually dropped me. And, you know, there was just like this constant roll of crap all the time and I just wasn't happy. And throughout this period, I actually started teaching dance and it was a really nice thing to put all my effort and energy into it and actually when I started to see the change in the kids and the influence that I had on the kids and how we could get them into stage school but you know in a really positive way and help their mindset with that because I'd been through it as well this started open opening my eyes so I started blogging if I'm very truthful, I started blogging for the kids that I used to teach because actually a lot of them were going to stage school and a lot of them were going through the same thoughts and feelings that I had been through. And I said goodbye to the performing arts industry when I left for Australia and I know it's still inside. I still love singing and dancing around the house and I'm probably not finished there. I'm just it's just not come across my path yet. So I was having all these, you know, all the kids that I used to teach, and I say kids, they were like, (laughs) well, I did did teach young ones, but um, my kind of, I call them, I called them my babies, but my babies were like year, they're probably year nine above. So a lot of them were, a lot of them were 16, 17, going off to stage school. So they became my friends and they became people that I really bloody cared about. And I didn't want them to go through and feel the way I felt um, when I was at stage school. So I started blogging. Very long story, (laughs) but I'm telling it, yeah. Um, So when I started blogging, you know, I was getting all these things, you know, I was getting all the kids commenting back and actually the the kids' moms and a big part of the family that I created at TACT, which um, the Arts Centre Telford, big shout out, um, which is where I used to teach. But actually to, to have these, responses for me I was like oh my god like something that helped me years ago is now helping other people like this is insane and I have goosebumps even kind of talking about it and 
that's really where my business was birthed because I started blogging. I blogged every single Sunday. It was called Sunday Soul. I had a website. The blogs would go out. I loved writing the blogs. Like I would find different things to talk about. And I did pretty much everything, you know, mindset, body positivity. There was there was quite a broad range of blogs on there. And, and actually, most of those blogs have now come podcasts. So if you're like, can I read them? You've probably already listened to them by listening to the podcast because that's what I did. But it was a massive part of my story. And actually, when I got to Australia, which is the, the actual story that I wanted to tell you, um, I went through a period of going, mm, now, what do I want to do when I grow up? And this was really, really scary for me. It was a really scary question that I have never, ever, ever had to ask myself because I knew what I wanted to do since I was three years old. It was to be on the West End. Like that was the be all and end all. And so when I got to Australia, I was like, oh my God, I literally have no clue. And throughout my career of performing arts, and for those who are listening who are in the performing arts industry, you know that you start getting every string to your bow. So I'm 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 a yoga I'm yoga qualified. So I teach I taught yoga. Um I did my personal training back in two thousand and 13 I think it was so I'm personal training qualified 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 um you know you start to add lots of different things on your bow so I got here and I was like okay maybe I can do yoga or maybe I can do personal training and yeah like I really enjoy that like I enjoy being at the gym but I actually enjoy doing the classes more than I enjoy teaching them which is one of my one of my things that I like to do, I like to, you know, really enjoy something and I'm like, let me teach it. And then I end up not liking it. But hey, ho, that's an, that's another story. Um, and it was actually then where I was like, you know what, these blogs are, are making me feel like I am helping and they're making me feel like I am giving back. And they're making me feel like I'm making, I'm helping people create better lives and really and truly that has been my why and my mission for my whole life like even with performing the reason why I loved performing is because one I freaking love the feeling that you get when you're on stage and there's like thousands of people in the audience and I remember back to when I did my first tour with Tommy the musical um with Joe McKeldry and uh, Anthony Costa from Blue, just a little name drop there. No, <laughs> um, but you know we were we were stood on the Blackpool stage, which is one of the biggest theatres in Europe, and just singing the finale. And honestly, I can close my eyes and still tap into that moment right there and then. And because I knew that I, that that song, that piece of music, that that section of the musical was making people feel so incredible and I really really loved I really loved that doing that through performing and even when I started teaching like seeing the kids improve or seeing them be able to do a triple pirouette or um, a fame leap or you know singing something with so much passion or a musical that we put on you know I put on Cats the musical with 108 kids like that's probably still my favorite thing that I've ever done to this day um but to see all of that come to light, I knew that I was 
um, the vehicle of helping people feel better. So actually, I have been doing it all my life. And, and, and when I got to Australia, I was like, you know what? I could do this as a job, like this could be my business. So I started looking into NLP, which has always been a a part of my life, actually, I've had an NLP book, which is neuro-linguistic programming, for those who don't know. Um, I've had an NLP book up on my shelf for years. You know, my mom did her life co- life coaching qualification um, a few years ago. So we've always been very into that sort of thing, you know, Mel Robbins. And there was always some sort of self-development book that I was reading or part of. And actually, I was like, why can't I make this into a business? And from taking that leap to Australia, you know, a lot of people go, Becky, that is the most scariest thing ever. Um, But when I did it, I was just like, this is so right. And it still feels right to this day. And yes, I get homesick. And not very often, I, I must say, but you know, even it's been Easter this weekend. So from when I'm recording, and even kind of seeing everyone with friends or with family to an extent, um, you know, it still goes, oh God, I wish people were around the corner, but actually just something felt so right for this move. And I did it and I did feel the fear and it was freaking scary. And the worst bit was at the airport saying goodbye and I was in floods of tears and I did cry most of the plane journey, but actually getting here and then being able to create this life almost from scratch really where I get to decide I get to choose and yes I could have done that in England but it just felt so right so I really love telling this story because people start to connect to it in different ways and whether you were a performer or you were you have moved to the other side of the world or you have um you know been to see a mindset coach in your past or you have inspired and empowered others there's lots of different bits of my story that might start to be connected to you and in that sense and in that way we start to create this connection where you feel like you know me I feel like I know you if I was listening to your story or your podcast or your Instagram post and it really starts to connect people on a much deeper level than three top tips for xyz and you know, an educational post. And they are great. I love educational posts. But I think sometimes when we can tap into our story, that's just a really, really beautiful way to bring more people into into our space because actually we are the owners of the business. We are also running the business and these people are investing in us. So if people don't know you or people haven't seen you or people are, you know, unsure of who you are even, um, that's gonna that's gonna hinder if there's nothing on your social media or if there's nothing on your pre- in your you know your online presence that actually shows people who you are. So 20 minutes later <laughs> That's a little bit about my story. Um, But I wanted to just have a few actionable tips for you to take away today for you to really tap into how to tell your story as well. Because I think some people either feel like their story is not valid enough, um, or they haven't been through enough to be able to tell their story. Um, And you know what, like I actually... I actually had a little bit of this beforehand before I started telling my story because when I kind of started looking into training and got into, you know, 
meeting a lot of other coaches, a lot of other people have been through like hell in their lives. Like they've been through traumatic, awful, like terrible times. And they're using that as this, you know, impetus to empower others. And I think that is absolutely incredible. And the fact that they can stand there and go, hey, look, I've been through this, like, let me help you get through this too. Like that really inspires me. But I was sitting there like, I haven't really been through anything traumatic. And I haven't really had, you know, I've had a a very good upbringing and I've had nice things happen to me and I almost felt a little bit of a, I'd say the word fraud, but I don't mean it in that sense, but I I was like, "Mm, can I speak about my life when it's been so, (laughs) so, I don't know, it's not even normal, but not even mundane, but I hope you understand what I mean. Um, But I think with every story, there is a connection in in some way. So I wanted to empower you to start telling your story. And I want you to know throughout this, you know, there's things in my story that I probably will never share online, and that's okay. And there's things in your story that you'll never feel um, ready or want to share as well. And again, that's okay. But the parts of your story that you do want to share and you do go, oh, you know what? Like that might really help someone or that might that might boost someone up or that might, you know, there's, there's things where, there's things in the story, it doesn't have to be traumatic and horrible and, you know, something that's been really bad that's happened to you. It could be a really, really epic example of your story. So I want you to start sharing your story today and I I want you to know that it's safe because actually it's your story. So no one knows it. No one knows it but you and it you'll be surprised at how many people connect with you on a different level. And I always say this to my clients, you know, yes, show your story, but also when when we start to show behind the scenes or we start to show our dog, or we always start to show um, little bits about our life, we start actually connecting even more as well, because why, you know, people want to see that, they do, people are nosy, let's be honest, people want to know what's going on, um, so let's, let's dive in to the tips for today about how you can start sharing your story, and feeling really empowered and comfortable to do that as well. First thing I want to speak about is actually tapping into your purpose because I think this will actually link in with what story you do want to share. Um, and this is what I, you know, this is what I did. I got really super clear on my purpose. And, you know, my purpose, well, first of all, purpose is one of my biggest top values. Um, but my purpose is to allow is to show, well, allow and to show people that they can do anything they want if they put their mind to it. And I believe that my story moving to Australia has massive, massive drive on that exact thing because I felt the fear and I did it anyway. So it's part of my purpose. So when you're doing anything in business or to be honest, life (laughs) in that matter, I, 
I think being clear on your purpose of why you're doing it really helps you stay in alignment. And we want to stay in that alignment because alignment gives us confidence. Um, But when you know your purpose and you understand what you're here in this crazy world to do and you start living from that and actually living from that, your story becomes easy to share because it's really part of your purpose. So that's the first one I wanted to talk about today. You know, what is your purpose? And that you could have plenty of purposes. You know, you could have a purpose in your business, a purpose in your life, a purpose for your health, a purpose for your finances. You can have purposes everywhere. You know, when you've said purpose too many times and it doesn't sound like it anymore, that's what's happened to me. Um, But how does actually, how does my story link with my purpose? So, One of my biggest purposes, like I said, was to be able to feel the fear and do it anyway and to be able to teach and inspire people that they can do that too. And one of the biggest stories that I use for that is me moving to Australia. And I I always use the phrase, I moved to Australia with 1K, one suitcase and no plan after that. And that is the God's honest truth. That 1K was the first money I've saved in my life. I was very proud. (laughs) Um, But it was a big part of my purpose because that was, you know, that was really, really scary. And I did it. And I'm still here to tell the tale. So really tapping into what your purpose is and how your story links to that. I think that would be the first thing that I would suggest for you to do. Number two is I really started to believe that someone somewhere out there needs to hear what I have to say or wants to hear what I have to say because actually one of my biggest things is like if I have helped one person in my day or I've made one person smile in my day or I've made one person laugh or one person think or one person have a breakthrough in my day, like that means the absolute world to me. And I think, um, and I think when it comes to your story, it's, it's very hard because we're in this absolutely saturated business, let's be honest, um, at the moment. And, there seems to be more people doing it than ever and that's probably because I'm in the bubble of it but it is saturated but I want you to understand that there is no one like no one like you there is no one who has your your smile your genes your story your ups your downs your ins your outs there's no one that is like you not even a twin if you have a twin um because we all go through different things. So actually, if there are a thousand other VAs, social media managers, manifestation coaches, confidence coaches, branding designers, if there's a thousand out there, there is no one doing it quite like you're doing it. And that is really powerful because your story plays a part in that to make you stand out from the other people. You know, how can you stand out from doing the same graphics as the next brand designer next to you, you can stand out by putting your story on it, by putting your twist on it, your personality, your quirks, and really standing in standing in that, you know, standing your quirks, 
I love to dance, so I use I do that on reels, or I love to be absolutely stupid, so I do that on social media because a lot of people connect with me more when I do that. And honestly, I have a lot of people that that say, "Oh my God, Beck, you're exactly how you are." offline than you are online and that means the world to me because there is no one quite like me and that's my superpower the same as there's no one quite like you and that's your superpower too so by believing and knowing and really standing in this you will have the power to share your story because that one person needs to hear it from you and you might have heard the same thing said 10 times from 10 different mindset and visibility coaches. But just today, me saying it the way I've said it to you has struck a chord. And actually, that is the power behind it. There's a lot of people, like I said, we're saturated out here. But that one person needs to hear it from you. They could have heard it 50 times before, but it meant something coming from you. So, you know, what belief do you currently hold around sharing your story? A lot of it is that, you know, my story's boring or no one will want to hear it or why would they want to listen to me? And we need to break through those beliefs because there are so many people waiting for your story. Can you remember back to a person where you went, oh my God, she gets me, or oh my god, I resonate with that, or oh my god, I've heard this said thousands of times before, but that makes sense. That's because you connected to that person at that time. So I really want you to tap into that and then have a look, you know, what belief do I need to take on to take me to the next level of telling my story or the next levels of success and tap into that as well. And then the last one, um, I think for me, and we've talked about, I've talked, we've talked about this before, I've talked about this before, um, is that, you know, I, I absolutely thrive from empowering others. And that's a big part of the reason that helps me be able to share my story. Because my mission is to empower women to know that they can change their mindset and create that dream life. And there's no better feeling to know that I've helped or guided or been part of someone's transformation. Yes, they do the work themselves. And like I always say, I just show them the yellow brick road. But actually, it's, I thrive from that. So sharing my story allows other people to become empowered and to become, you know, step into their best self because they can see, they can see it in you. And we talk about perception is projection. You know, if you look at a coach or you look at a business owner or you look at a millionaire or whatever you kind of is your hero or your model or whatever you're looking at at the moment, the the only reason that you can see those things is because they're actually in you as well. Like if you if you didn't have them within you, you wouldn't be able to see it in other people. And that works both ways, both positive and negative. Um, so if someone is annoying you, have a little look inside. Um, but that's a side point. Um, but yeah, if you can see it in them, if you can see how they are and you go, oh my God, I want to be like them. That's because you can see it and you can you can have it as well. So ask yourself, you know, what can I relate to to my ideal client? Is it is it aspirational? You know, what aspiration are you creating in them? 
because a lot of the times, you know, I, especially at the start of my business, I was like, oh no, I can't show this and I can't show that and I can't show my vulnerable side and I can't show that I still work on my mindset because I'm a mindset coach and I should have everything together. But actually the moments where I have showed that side of me, and have let people in and you know I'm the most vulnerable on my podcast anyway and I get comments back saying oh my god Beck like it is so nice to know that I'm not the only one going through this and how amazing is that you can then start that conversation together so whistle stop tour on stories I'll get me book out next time and tell you some more. But I really want you to start just having a look into what is holding you back from telling your story because your story is part of your business. Your business is part of you. And yes, we might leave leave our business when we shut the door and we leave the office, but actually you are the one running your business. So it is part of you as well. So how can we start tapping into those bits again? doesn't have to be your full biography unless you want it to be. Um, Autobiography, is that right? Um, But it's still part of you and it's part of your business and you start creating the connections that are really meaningful connections and not just those surface level DMs of, hey babes, how long you been coaching? Ah, I can't bear those anymore. Um, So yeah, tap into your story. I hope this podcast has helped. If it has, give me a little reach out, drop into the old DMs, let me know what you had, what you've taken away from it and what story are you going to share going forwards. So have a lovely day and I will see you in the next episode. Your love and support means the world to me. So if you have enjoyed this podcast episode today, please share, review and rate the podcast. Those tiny little acts of kindness go such a long way for the podcast and always allows more amazing women to hear it. If we're not connected, head over to the show notes and you can come and join in the community. I'd love to see you there.